We heard from the first gospel, the first reading from the Acts of the Apostles. That was the, the opening of the Acts of the Apostles. And we know that the Acts of the Apostles is, is, in a sense, it's a historical book. It's a book that recounts the story of the early church, the early Christians. After Jesus had died and risen and ascended to heaven, the disciples went forth and they did what Jesus commanded them to do. And they began the church. It's a historical book. But it's written not by a historian. It's written by St. Luke, who is a physician. So why is a physician writing a history book? This is what St. Jerome had to say about that. The Acts of the Apostles seems to be a straightforward historical account of the early years of the nascent church. But if we bear in mind it is written by Luke the physician, who is praised in the gospel, we will realize that everything he says is medicine, for the ailing soul. Everything that St. Luke says is medicine for the ailing soul. So every page of the Acts of the Apostles. And then we can extend that, of course, to the rest of the scriptures as well. Every page of the scriptures is medicine for the ailing soul. Every page of our liturgical books, every event that we do when we come to church, everything that the Lord is doing to us and for us and on our behalf is medicine for our ailing souls. Now, you don't have to raise your hand, but do you think about this? Do you think, do you, do you approach the Lord and the church in this way? As someone who's sick, who needs medicine for an ailing soul. And I know there are lots of other things that get in the way, in my way as well. And so I'll just list a few things here that these are important things, but, and some, some may not be as important, but some of them are really important, but they, they can be distracting. They can get in the way of what's really most important. So, for example, how to raise our kids and how to advance in our careers and how to build our communities, how to win arguments, how to convert others, how to evangelize, how to change other people. And we kind of saw this reflected in the apostles when they, they asked, Lord, are you, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? We can ask that. We can have that question too. Sometimes, are, we, are you, Lord, going to restore peace and justice here in our community, in our country? Now, these are all important questions, but do we sometimes let them get in the way of what's most important of all, which is to recognize that we are sinners, that we are beggars, that we are fallen, that we are broken, and that the Lord is wanting to provide for us medicine for our ailing souls, so that we can be healed. I sent these notes to Father Willencott for him to, to print, and I titled, I said, the, the shorter version, and he printed off six pages. <laughs> Let's see how, how this goes. But I'm going to get a little technical. You know, I can't help it. I just, I'm fresh out of seminary, and there's some things that I want to share, but I think it's really, really important because here's how one theologian put it. He said, if we don't understand the mystery of the ascension, then we won't understand the mystery of the sacraments either. So that's what I'm trying to connect together, how the ascension reveals something about the sacraments and how the sacraments are for us the medicine for our, for our ailing souls. Okay, so we know, that, we know what happened 2,000 years ago in history. We know that Jesus 
came to earth. He took on a human body. So Jesus always existed from all of eternity. He's the second person of the Trinity. But he didn't have a human body yet. Then he came to earth and took on a human body. So this is something extremely different. No other religion is going to claim anything like this. That God himself took on a human body. And in doing this, he assumed all of human nature into the divine nature. So we participate in the, in the human nature. We're all humans. And so we now have been grafted into the divine nature by this act of Christ. Okay, but then Christ died and died for our sins, make, paying the debt, making atonement for our sins. And then he rose from the dead. He conquered sin and death. Okay, we all know this familiar story. This is the Christian story. But then we get to this event that we're celebrating in a special way today, the Ascension. Why is this important? Jesus, now with that human body, which has been killed and risen, with that same human body, Jesus now returns to the Father. Whence he came. He returned to the Father in the same human body that he took while here on earth. So ever since then, God, the Trinity, is somewhat different. The Son has a human body in heaven. And we say that in the Creed every Sunday, every time we pray the Rosary, every time we say the Creed, we're professing this. Jesus ascended into heaven where he's now seated at the right hand of the Father. And that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, he's over here to the right of the Father, but rather that he's there in a human body, assumed back into the Father. Why is this important? How is this going to connect to the sacraments? Because think about it this way. The, the self-sacrifice of Christ on the cross, his self-offering, which was total and complete and accomplished what he, came, what, what he was supposed to accomplish, our redemption. That sacrifice, sure, it happened in history 2,000 years ago. But because of the ascension, Jesus is now perpetually offering himself to the Father. This is part of the permanent state of reality now. It's not just a historical event. Jesus is perpetually offering himself to the Father. And this is happening in heaven, outside of space and time, outside of creation. So Jesus is there, offering himself to the Father, interceding for us on our behalf. St. John Chrysostom said it like this. He is interceding for us. He is advocating for us, not so much with arguments, but with himself. He continues to offer himself on our behalf. He's not still suffering. We're still suffering here in our fallen condition. He's not still suffering, but he is offering himself. So the ascension is what brings the sacrifice of Christ, the self-offering of Christ on the cross, brings it to eternity. That's the importance of the ascension. But then the question remains for us. What does this have to do with us? Can we access this reality, this reality in heaven. And the way we do that is through the sacraments. The sacraments, especially the Mass, is the representation of that sacrifice. Not just a memorial of what happened 2,000 years ago. That would, just be a, that would just be us getting around and remembering a historical event. But remember, this is not just about history. This is medicine for our ailing souls. That's because the offering is now happening in heaven. Perpetually, right now at this moment, the Son is offering Himself to the Father. And the Son, in His human body, which He has already assumed, and we are being grafted into that human body through, our, through the baptism, through the reception of communion. So the Son offering Himself to the Father in heaven, 
that reality is being repre represented to us here on this altar. Right here on this altar, through the words of the priest, through the hands of the priest, the bread and the wine are going to be consecrated into the body and blood of Christ. Which body and blood of Christ? He only has one body. His risen body, his glorified body, which is now in heaven. That heavenly body is going to be represented to us. It's going to be represented, it's going to be presented to us here on this altar. And we are going to have the opportunity to consume him, to take him into our bodies. That is the medicine. We come to Mass, and what do we do when we come here? We start by saying our sins, by confessing our sinfulness. And that's our disease. Sure, we have physical diseases as well, and we go to the to our physical doctor for that. But our, our deepest disease is the disease of sin. So we come to church and we come to the Lord and we say to him, these are my sins. And he hears them. And then as a good doctor, what does he do? He prescribes us the, the medicine in word and sacrament. He gives us the scriptures proclaimed here in the liturgy. And he gives us his body and blood on this table, on this altar. So when, when we receive him, we're taking on this reality into our bodies. We're receiving this medicine for our alien souls. And all of our, all of our defections, our weaknesses, our imperfections, all of these are being healed gradually over time. St. Benedict, Pope Benedict XVI, not, not saint yet, we'll see. <laughs> said it like this, the ascension is not a temporary absence of Christ from the world. Rather, we go to heaven to the extent that we go to Jesus Christ and enter into him. So this is our invitation to go to heaven now by entering into Jesus Christ. He continued, heaven is a person. Jesus himself is what we call heaven. We're being grafted into the person of Christ and we ourselves are being brought back to the Father. We're being ascended to the Father. We are ascending. We're being assumed to the Father to join Jesus where he is now. Now, this is, of course, difficult. It's painful. Christ died for us and he suffered for us a thousand years ago. But now as we go into the same journey, we have to go through our own cross as well, our own paschal mystery, our own suffering and passion and death and resurrection. One author wrote it like this. With ever more accurate darts of love, the Holy Spirit opens our consciences before God so that deeper and more effective healing can occur. At times, His coming is so pure that it causes us to have pain and recoil at the level of intimacy God wishes His Son to achieve in our being. We recoil at our own needed medicine because it will bring about a change and sin wishes no change to occur. Christ wants to heal us of our sinfulness. And sin wishes no change to occur. That's where the pain lies. Us dying to sin, dying to self. Being healed, being converted, being restored to glory. And we can do this because Jesus has done it before us. And now he wants to do it in us. So the invitation for all of us is to let him, to let him do this restoration in us so that we too may ascend to the Father.